0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Matt
1: Adams.
2: Welcome into the Fairways of Life show on this Thursday, folks. Hope you guys are doing well. Play is getting ready to get underway in just minutes from now, 14 minutes if you please. uh, At the CJ Cup, it's taking place in Ridgeland, South Carolina at Congaree. Teeing off at 8.15 a.m. Aaron Wise, Christian Bozadenhout, and Young Soo Kim uh, will be teeing off again at 8.15 8.15 a.m. Uh, Brandon Steele, Emiliano Grillo, and sung Park are at 8.27, the very next group off. Let me just look through it. Not that there's, you can see the notables that Andrew has up on the screen, but I just want to run through with some notables to me and see, see if you agree in terms of passing along. Corey Connors will be off at 8.51. Danny Willett at 8.51. Danny uh, McCarthy is a the last, one, the last one of that group. And as you know, Denny's one of the great putters of the game, and he's getting a lot of attention, rightfully so, for that. He's fun to watch when you, when you follow him around on the golf course. Uh, from there, cruising down this really impressive field, uh, Gary Woodland is off at 927, Matt Fitzpatrick at 939. Matt is playing alongside of Shane Lowry and Jason Day. Uh, Sam Burns is off at 9.51. He's playing alongside of Victor Hovland and Siwoo Kim. Uh, Keegan Bradley, Justin Thomas, John Rahm at 10.08. Tom Kim, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler will be off at 10.20. And there was a great exchange between Tom Kim and and Rory McIlroy yesterday. We're going to get into that in just a second. You're going to be hearing from Rory. You're going to hear from JT. You're going to hear from the Rookie of the Year, Cameron Young, all coming up in the show uh, in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, Benny on Maverick McNeely uh, will be off at 10.32. Justin saw at 10.44. Chris Kirk at 11.08. Sahih Thagala at 11.08 as well. Uh, Alex Norn at 11.20. Let's see, Brian Harman's at 11.32. Harris English, 11.44. Matt Kuchar at 11.44. Uh, Terrell Hatton at 12.01. Seamus Power at 12.13, Webb Simpson at 12.25, Billy Horschels at 12.37, Kevin Kissner at 12.37, Colin Warikawa at 12.37, at 12.49, Scotty Scheffler, is it in prospect that he might lose his world number one ranking this week? Rory will comment on that in a moment. Uh, Sunjay M., Cameron Young, as I mentioned to you, he'll be coming up on the show, Max Homa, Jordan Spieth. Hideki Matsuyama at 1:01 p.m. all these times are eastern. And that's just that's a run through that leaderboard. Obviously it's it's a limited field at the CJ Cup, but it's fun to have a field uh, at least at this time of year that has that kind of depth in terms of some of the players that I was mentioning to you and those that you can see displayed in the screen that Andrew has up there because uh, this is, we're almost at, what's the date today? The 20th of October. So can I say late October, at least three weeks into October? And we've still got some golf that, you know, will be fun to watch because of the strength of the field, right? I mean, this is the time of year where our game of golf is up against uh, the NHL just officially started their season. The NBA is now underway. Uh, baseball playoffs are underway. College football, the NFL are in the throes of their season. Just keep on throwing more on top of it. The the Premiership with what they've got going, it's just there's a lot happening. A lot of places calling for your attention. Now, Rory McIlroy had the attention of the World Golf Media. Uh, he was asked about uh, the chance of returning to world number one this week, kind of his memories of, of such, his reaction to the comments of Phil Mickelson, those kind of bizarre, people calling them bizarre comments by Phil, but they're not bizarre to me because it is, it is absolutely the template of Phil Mickelson. As I mentioned to you the other day when I was talking about Phil, what, what he does in my observation of covering him now for decades is that he plants the seed in hopes that it grows of its own volition takes on a life of its own. The seed that he planted was he feels like that that the PGA Tour is trending down and Liv is trending up and he's convinced that he's on the right side. Okay? I will I will try to be respectful and say he did say he feels, so that's his opinion, and he's embedded with Liv, and so he's surrounded by uh, whatever they perceive there is in terms of their successes, etc. So uh, I'll, I'm going to try to give Phil, the benefit of the doubt here that he, that he believes what he said and that it isn't just simply uh, an effort to manipulate public opinion by planting a seed and going, hey, this, you guys are going down. There's, there's no sign that the PGA Tour is going down either. Sure, some big-name players went to live, correct. On uh, a week-to-week basis, you could have big-name players that are not teeing up at an event. That happens. That does happen. It's not the case this week. We have a great field this week and surely uh, a very entertaining field to keep an eye on in terms of uh, the, the strength of the, of the players that are in there. So, you know, again, I'm not trying to pull down one and build up another. I'm not trying to, to, to create a false narrative. All I'm saying is, is and, and it's just, it's kind of the case in, in the world, isn't it? One doesn't have to be down for another one to be up. It doesn't have to be a seesaw effect. You don't always have to be entrenched on one side or the other. I, I say all the time that, that golf, when it, when it's all said and done, to me, golf is a buffet. What do you choose to eat? Well, this week, we have a feast going on on the PGA Tour. That's what I'm trying to say, and it's good, and it's fun, and it's nice. So Rory was at, asked to react to Phil Mickelson, and you saw it with the thumbnail that Andrew put on the on the front of today's show, and... We'll hear Rory's reaction to that. Uh, how much have you watched Tom Kim's rise and how excited are you to play with him uh, today? He was asked about that. And then Tom Kim asked the question of Rory McIlroy. It was really cute. What is it like having so much success as a young player and then managing it all and managing uh, a long career? But again, we start with Rory McIlroy speaking to the prospects of, once again, being world number one and looking back on when he was.
1: So I got to number one in the world um... After I won the Honda Classic in 2012, point I, I won the U.S. Open the previous year, and I think I got up to like I mean it might have been my first time cracking the top five. So then it became a goal of mine, and um, went on a good run. Ended up getting getting there after the Honda, but I remember waking up the next morning and being like, "Is this it? You know, you know, you sort of you know you, you work towards a goal for so long." And then you wake up the next day and you don't feel any different after having achieved it, so I think then it's a it's a matter of having to reframe your goals and reframe what success looks like, and, and uh, I think that's one of the great things about this game, no matter how much you've achieved or how much success you've had, you, you always want to do something else. There's always something else to do, so um, I guess that's where I say, like, that's the cool thing about it is you get to number one and it feels great in the moment. And the bad thing is it's, you almost got to work just as well, not work just as hard, maybe work harder to stay there. You know, I think it's, it's not, I think when you're striving towards something, not that it's easier to get there, but like once you get there, it's great. But the, I think the hard work is actually staying there. And that's how, you know, I think if I, if I get back to number one this week, it's like my ninth time getting back so you know it sort of illustrates you know you can have your runs and you can stay there but um you know i think the cool part is is the journey and the journey of getting back there and it's a it's a cool it's sort of like a it's like a it's like a heavyweight boxer losing a world title right and it's like it's the journey to get back to get that title back and i feel like that's that's the cool part of it and that's that's the journey that i've sort of been through over the the past 12 months, I guess for for them to be talking the way they are, it's, it's bold and it's, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's a ton of propaganda being used and all sorts of stuff, but, um, I certainly don't see the PGA tour trending downward at all. All the talent, most 95% of the talent is here. You've got people like Tom Kim coming through, who are, you know, that's that's the future of our game. I don't agree with what Phil said last week. I understand why he said it because of the position he is in, um, but I don't, I don't think anyone that that takes a logical view of the game of golf can can agree with what he said. The the journey or the rise that Tom's been on over the last few months has been incredible. Um, you know, I, he. He finished second at the Scottish Open, I think. You know, winning the Wyndham and starting the way he did and winning in the style that he did was, I think, it, it made everyone really take notice of, of the talent that he has. Uh, and then I got to play a nine-hole practice round with him in Delaware a couple of weeks after that, which was, which was fun to just see him play in person. Um, and then I was watching the President's Cup a lot, and I think... I think there's a lot more Tom Kim fans in the world because of the President's Cup, right? Um, he was really fun to watch. He, he watched. He showed a ton of emotion. He played great, um, and then he wins in he wins in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. So he he's been on a great run. He's uh, he seems like he's a really good character. He's pretty funny. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to play. I'm excited to play with him this week.
3: We'll go to Tom next.
4: Hi, um, Rory. Uh, I have a question for you. And what's it like having so much success as a young player, and you know, um, coming out and many years on tour? Um, How do you manage all of that?
1: I didn't have as much success as you're having at (laughs) such a young age. Um, Like, I think when you start to have success at a young age, you're gonna. I think the biggest thing that I realized is managing your time you're going to be pulled in so many different directions you've got one two three four uh, i can see five sponsors on you at, the, at this point right so it's like it's just trying to manage your time to to realize what what got you to this position right what why are you a two-time pga tour winner you know why are you such a great player and it's it's the time that you put into it and it's the practice and it's it's not losing sight of that. I think that's the thing. I was speaking here just before you came in about I've always, almost found it easier to get, to get to number one in the world than, than staying there. I think staying there is, is, is harder. I think, you know, you've got a bullseye on your back. You need to work harder. Everyone's coming after you. And that's the one thing I would say is just managing your time and not forgetting why you're in this position and why you're so lucky to get to play with me the next two days. Awesome, Thank And that you. was a joke. That went over everyone's
2: head. <laughs> I, I liked that last part where Rory said that was a joke and it went right over everybody's head. He didn't get it. Uh, interesting comments from Rory McElroy, particularly the part where, you know, Rory was talking about how it's easier to get to number one than it is necessarily to stay there. And, and you know, there's a lot of times, there, there are many players that I have this reaction to, but in particular to Rory McElroy, is that, they say things, and there's so much wisdom there that in in keeping with the name of the show, Fairways of Life, it goes beyond the fairways, the, beyond the rope lines. It's, you know, how many how many things could you apply that to in the world of golf where you say, uh, you know, sometimes it's harder to get to the top or easier to get to the top than it is to stay at the top. Uh, as to the Phil stuff that I was mentioning to you that he, that he was talking about, I thought he was very respectful about it. And in general, I think the tone has been more respectful going back and forth because there was a lot of vitriol uh, at first to, to Phil and the others. But but Roy said he understands why Phil said it, gave, giving his position. But he also used a word that we haven't used yet when we were talking about it, and Rory flat out called it propaganda. And that's, again, I think Roy defined uh, better than I could when I was searching for my description that's what I think it is. I do, I do think it's a propaganda, and I'm not, I'm not making a judgment as to what, whether or not what Phil said was true or not. You make that judgment for yourself, whether you agree or disagree with it. What I'm talking about is the, is the, the way that he delivered the message, and Rory called it propaganda. Yeah, because I don't think that there was clear evidence to validate what Phil said. Uh, and again, it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong at this point. It just simply means that it isn't definitive enough that one could say, "Yeah, PGA Tour is going down and we're going up." Okay, but I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt because Phil said it feels like okay, so it feels that way to, to Phil Mickelson. And yeah, I've I spoke about this a lot yesterday and again today because uh, it's it's been so long. That Phil has manipulated the message, and in doing so, he he was always held aloft by people saying, "Oh, that's that's Phil being Phil, and he's the best." Meanwhile, for the people working behind the scenes that were involved in all, and and believe me, I don't tell you ninety five percent of the stuff that that happens behind the scenes with with uh, some players, and. In this case, now it's a recognizable pattern. And it was, when it's a recognizable pattern, you have the information you need in advance to go, okay, how does this play into my reaction to what I just heard or saw? That's all I'm saying. And so Rory did too. And he, and he flat out called it propaganda because it seems as though statements are made, presumptions are made, uh, sometimes action is attempted to be made, before there is basis upon which to do it. That that seems to be another thing. And again, I'm not taking away anything that if you're if you're a massive live fan and you say, you know, whatever, they deserve world ranking points, etc. I'm not even questioning any of that. That's not the discussion that I'm having. It's the presumptions that exist. I do think it's it's going to be worked out and I do think it needs to be worked out and I do think that there is a pathway. It's just I think Dom used the phrase the other day about the sandbox is just there's a lot of sand being thrown back and forth and i and I thought Rory, the way that he handled his comments right now, and I think the way that comments are being handled in general are pretty strong and I think for the first time, and this is new uh in the last just over a year where in the past, players were, r- really wouldn't comment on other players. Now, part of that was because of regulations in a PGA Tour and you could be fined. Uh, but once all of this split took place, it was as if all bets were off and you could say whatever you want about whoever you want. And as I mentioned in yesterday's show, when Phil came out with and the statements were, were put out there about obnoxious greed and none other than uh, Brooks Kepka, who was also on Live, but Brooks came out and said, um... If I were you, I don't think I'd be talking about greed, right? I just paraphrase that, but I am not far off to what he put out on social media. It was a really cutting comment that was out there. And so, you know, there was kind of a flood of comments coming from players, and there was a lot of anger towards... Uh, Phil and the way that he's conducted himself. I'm just saying it is. I'm I'm giving you facts right now, not opinion. That's that. It is what it is. Uh, So I I thought it was interesting with uh, Rory McIlroy, with the way that he he postured that Uh, the comments that he made to Tom Kim, that I was just was alluding to about, uh, it might be easier to get to number one uh, than it is to stay there, which I think is applicable to many things in life. All of it was fascinating. Uh, Justin Thomas spoke to the media yesterday. Cameron Young, Spoke to the media yesterday, Cameron Young's your rookie of the year now on the PGA Tour. Uh, We've promised you to get to some of the PGA Tour champions with the clips that we cut out the other day, and I didn't have time to get to them, and we'll get to those today as well. The Fairways of Life show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. The PGA Tour Superstore has huge, beautiful, incredibly well stocked stores that are available to you from coast to coast. If you're looking for it, I'm sure your game can, can find it in there, whether you wear it, whether you swing it, uh, whether you're taught from it, it's all available to PJ tour superstore. Yeah, I am talking about getting your game. Uh, you know, now it's getting to the time of year where it's a great time of year to go inside and start to work on your golf game. So you can hit the ground running, whether you're going to take a trip to, to warm Southern States during the winter time, or whether you just want to come out and be playing the best golf of your life next spring, why not start planning now. Very soon, we're going to start to see all of the new products rolling into the industry too, which will be exciting uh, for that which lies in store for the golf season in earnest in 2023. Log on to PJ Tour Superstore, and you can see it all for yourself. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after this.
0: In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses. All set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com golf.
2: You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life Show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this.
3: Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend. And have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I have absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B be for your game. So get fit and get better.
0: Sweet!
3: You got me on a good day.
0: Are you ready for golf's biggest season
4: are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with pay.
0: Which one are you gaming?
3: Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for checkup. What else? C is for Kill It. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close.
5: This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time.
1: Got it. 101.
5: Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your
4: golf swing. Transition plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing 50.3 inches. The Wiz that really helped me to keep that consistent swing.
1: Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop.
2: Welcome back to the Fairways Life Show, our Tour Edge Champions Tour report, pound for pound, nothing comes close to Tour Edge. If you log on to touredge.com, you can see the full breadth and width of their product line, which includes their new E&C models available. So, did you see that on Sunday, Fred Couples, at 63 years old, shot a final round 60 to win? So yesterday, I told you, you know, with the, with the field such as they have, you're going to have some big names coming through the media center. And yesterday with Justin Thomas, he was asked by the media, they're like, look, um, you've, it seems like you've grown really close to Fred Couples with the, you know, team events that you've been on. Did you see what he did on Sunday? So he reacted accordingly to to." what he said he saw and who Freddie is and all the rest. And then it was interesting too, because here Justin Thomas won a major championship. And yet, if you hear him recount the season that was, it almost sounds like he's disappointed in what happened. But we start with this FedEx cup and the FedEx cup playoffs done for the year president's cup in the books, major season, obviously over. He's got a wedding looming so he was asked here we are on the 20th of october what's the motivation to keep going this time of year
6: uh to play well i mean i'm to be perfectly honest i'm um i don't know if ir- irritated is not the right word i'm uh, i guess you could just say hungry i mean i feel like you know i have a lot of guys ahead of me in the world rankings and i uh it's not that i don't I, I don't appreciate it, but I would rather them not be there and it's nothing on them but it's more of a, a me problem than it is a them problem so uh, like I said I just am um, I'm, I'm very hungry to start winning more golf tournaments uh, I felt I you know for majority of the year last year played some really solid consistent golf, but I just didn't win enough and and you have to win more to to be at the top of the ranks and I just didn't do that so I just uh, just need to practice more and keep hammering it. And I think that's uh, you know something to try to get off to a good start for the season uh, this week. Yeah. I mean, if you told me the every every year the rest of my career, I won one tournament and it was a major every year, I, I probably would take that. But it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I think y'all know I, I don't necessarily put a ceiling or, or a limit on the things that I feel like I can achieve. And I also understand that this game is is brutal and is very difficult, but also the the amount of quality and, and depth of field that we're playing against is just getting better and better, and it's harder to win. Um, but that being said, I still feel that I'm capable of winning multiple times a year every year, and uh, it's just, just sharpening up on a couple things and just executing better when I need to and making those putts when I need to, hitting those shots when I need to, and I feel like that's just what I'd didn't do the last two years that I have done in years past so um yeah a major makes it a a great year but uh I would have loved for it to been a major and a couple more yeah yeah I was
0: uh
6: following a little bit and then um was watching the that Chiefs-Bills game was on and I was like I scheduled my whole day of practice around it because I couldn't wait to watch it and um and I think he was on 17 or 18 and Tiger called me and he's like, are you watching this? And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a pretty good game. And he's like, no, he's like, Freddy's 11 under and he's playing 18. Uh, and at last I looked, I think he was like nine or 10 under. He was winning by a million and no offense to Fred, love him to death, but he was going to win. I was, I was more interested in watching the football game. And um, so I turned it on and watched him, you know, stripe it off 18 t stiff an iron shot and make the putt. And. And talk to him some after, and you know he he jokes. It's this is the best putting week of his life. I mean, he, we kept saying to him, you know, you keep playing like that, you could, you'll be just fine at the Masters next year. You'll be able to start playing some tour events again. But um, no, he's he's the best. I mean, he's so fun to be around and and just joke with. And uh, I was, I mean, it's pretty cool to, to do what he did at what sixty three years old, and or I should say sixty three years young. And um, we're all happy for him.
2: See, JT just did exactly what I was talking to you guys about earlier in the program. It's that time of year. There are so many things, and obviously football is the king when it comes to drawing attention and ratings. He's telling the story about Tiger Woods going, are you watching what Fred Couples doing? He's like, no, nah, I'm watching the football game. Uh, maybe I'll watch him hit his drive and approach shot on 18. Uh, Cameron Young is officially the rookie of the year on the PGA Tour. He was asked by the media for his reaction.
1: Well, it's very special. Uh, I know the namesake, Arnold Palmer obviously was um, a giant in the game of golf and um, we have him to thank for a lot of what we do today, what the PGA Tour is and um, you know, just to have, you know, to be related to that in some small way is, is very cool. Um, I know we had a, a very strong rookie class and I know it's voted by, by my peers so it's you know a huge honor to to and, be thought of in that way and just to to kind of finish the year that way.
2: Cameron Young officially the Arnold Palmer Award recipient for rookie of the year on the PGA tour. The Fairways of Life Show is presented by DeWiz deWizGolf.com is the website that is D E W I Z. DeWiz. And it is this wearable device that will measure your swing in real time and space. It will show you where your swing is like you've never seen or known before. It will give you instant feedback either on the device and or through the app so your feels are real. dwizgolf.com for more. When we come back, we're going to hear from some of those from the PGA Tour champions that I promised you where uh, these will be the clips that we'll be using on these where they said... What they said about Live Golf, uh, and I I wouldn't say that the comments that you're about to hear were all a condemnation, which you might expect because they're still playing on the PGA Tour champions. uh, However, uh, when you have people that have been around for a long time, you almost always can gain some type of insight from the words. We'll have it after this. Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs>
5: and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable
0: career.
1: Over there. Over there. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments.
5: Stone of your
2: journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's? biggest season ever because we
0: are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour
2: Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. So the interviews were conducted with members of the PGA Tour champions. And, you know, you saw some interviews that I did. You, you have heard bits and pieces of some of the interviews that Dom has done. We're going to feature them in a longer form on our national, uh, weekend national television broadcast. That'll be next week. This week we're featuring a tour through Ireland. Uh, and you could find, incidentally, the national broadcast through our affiliates from coast to coast, which I'm delighted to tell you are growing pretty significantly in 2023. Uh, we have just did a deal with Bally uh, Sports Southeast, which is going to put us in many states in the southeastern section of the country. Uh, as I told you earlier, we're going to be on uh, NBC Sports Chicago as well. So the, the affiliate network is continuing to grow. Uh, We've got another big announcement coming up, too, but I'm going to save that in terms of uh, for those of you that are watching us on our streaming television coverage during the week. I suspect the market that I'm going to mention to you that many of you are already in right now, but we'll share that with you a little bit uh, further down the road. So what we have for you today, then, are just some clips from these different players. And I want to start with Olin Brown because Olin's been on the program with us many times over the years. What I like about Olin is that you ask him a question It's never a throwaway answer. He's always a deep thinker. And he was asked, this was an interview that Dom conducted about the status of the game right now. And obviously that includes observations between what's happening on the PGA tour and on live.
5: I think everything depends on how you look at it, right? I mean, there's that old adage, you can call me what you want, just call me. Uh, I think that the COVID thing surprised a lot of people in a lot of ways. There's been a lot of a lot of pain a lot of discomfort uh but as it pertains to golf people kind of rediscovered the game and I think that's a great thing for for golf um as it pertains to the live uh you know it falls on a lot of sides it's not a simple issue it's a pretty complicated one and uh you know I think the whole thing is going to play out I I suspect that uh as we get closer to the point where there's a real confrontation that two sides will get together and try and work out something. But um, at this point, both sides are f- fairly entrenched in their points of view. And, and it doesn't seem that anybody wants to come together and, and work anything out. So, uh, uh, you know, setting personal feelings aside, uh, there's a lot of news and a lot of coverage in the game of golf. And I think that's all for the good.
2: Interesting, isn't it? So this is what I meant right before we went through break when I was kind of teasing about what we have coming up. The comments from these players, I think, are really balanced. You know, take, for example, a Dickie Pride. Again, a friend of the Fairways of Life show, comes on with us a lot over the years. He's a winner on every level of the the game that he's played on, including the PGA Tour. And you might think if you heard me say, hey, we're going to – here's some clips from players in the PJ Tour champions that it's going to be all about crushing everything about live. That's, that's not what Olin Brown just did. In fact, he said, again, kind of a common theme is saying, well, I can see them coming together when, again, my word's not his, when the dust settles, when, when the emotions are not so high. And, you know, when it comes to, to Dickie Pride, he's saying, you know, you should be grateful from where you came from, but he's not judging
3: Yeah, like the first question in every Pro-Am, so what do you think about the Live Tour? You're like, okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's obviously unprecedented. Uh, There's a fraction going on right now. And, you know, I have no qualms with anyone going to the Live Tour. If that's that's what they choose to do, then, you know, they think that's best for their family and, and themselves. Then, hey, good luck. You know, I hope you do great. I hope you get everything you want out of it. Uh, I, I don't really like the people that are coming back to the tour and trying to put down the tour because they went to the live, I think the live gave a lot of people, I mean, the tour gave a lot of people platforms where, you know, they, they've been successful in their profession and they've been given an opportunity and they, and, and, and they've earned an opportunity on the tour to, to do that. Uh, and they've decided to go a different direction. Well, that doesn't mean that you know the the what they had before was bad uh, it, it would obviously serve them very well or they would not be getting contacted by the live uh, to play their tour mm. uh, so if you know hey if, if that's what you want to do you know, we're, we're independent contractors and if that's what you think is best for you God bless you uh, but you know you made your bed. You want to play there? Go play there. Have at it.
2: All right. Dickie pride with with that perspective, which, again, seemed very, very balanced in what he had to say. And then there's Rocco Mediate. Now, now Rocco is a character. You heard Dom mention the other day when Rocco uh, joined him. It was very early in the morning. It was very cold. I can't even imagine how cold it would be if they had the, the event this week, but it was very cold, probably in, at most in the low 40s at the time that he sat down. He had the joggers on. He had Birkenstocks on. He had a huge cigar with him, and he settled in, and Rocco was Rocco. He, too, weighed in. It
4: sure seems to be sparking interest in a lot of, a lot of things being said. Um, it's happening. Live is happening, and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. So what we have to do is deal with it. I mean, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't affect us at all, basically. I mean, the, uh, the Champions Tour at all. And that's fine. We had our time. You know, we, 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 we had our, our moment in the show, we'll call it. This is still a show, but, you know, the, the show is, uh, you know, the, the kids are the show. Um, so it, everything changes. Every sport changes. Everything changes. Whether it's good or bad, I guess we'll find out in the long run. Um. And see how, how it plays out with us, you know, because the PJ Tour is still the PJ Tour. You know, guys can, you know, you, you, you see some, some comments on Instagram about, oh, my God, the tour is this, the tour is that. But what did you turn on on Sunday? Turned on the P J Tour. Um, and they always have for, you know, However, since, the, you know, I get what, 68, and Arnold and Jack kind of started all this stuff, the PJ Tour stuff. And then what's happened since is remarkable. So it, it gave all of us. um all of us that play on the PGA tour a chance to become whatever it is we became. And that's pretty cool. So it's a, it, you know, a nice thank you would be good. <laughs> thank you. Um, if you want to leave, leave, it's okay. Go ahead do whatever we play for money, but it's our job, you know? Um, and, and if the money's better somewhere else, some people got to go and you can't really go, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, really? I wouldn't. You you offer somebody that type of money, you got to take it. Um, it. It seems like, you know, the, the 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 bottom hard line is we play for money, and obviously we want to win, of course, and we want to win majors and and stuff like that. But we still play for money. It's that simple. That's what professional is. So, um, the PGA Tour has been. The greatest experience of my entire life, period. I mean, I don't, especially, you know, especially in what I do. Uh, it's given me a chance to do this. Wouldn't change a thing.
2: <laughs> okay, so Rocco Mediate with a pretty common theme that we heard across from players in the PGA Tour champions. It's not a condemnation of saying that the players went. They're like, you do what's right for you in your life. If it's right for you, go ahead and go. But if you're going to do it, why do you have to roll a hand grenade over your shoulder as as you're walking out the door, right? There's there's no need to do that. Uh, So it's just interesting the different perspectives that are out there. Uh, The fact that we heard even today in the clips that we had multiple players going, you know, all this focus on and discussion about where golf is at right now is probably good for continuing the exposure of the game of golf. Okay, All I know is right now we've got a really good field playing as we speak at the CJ Cup. Aaron Wise is leading the way. He's atop the leaderboard on one under par. I hope you guys have a great Thursday. Looking forward to your company once again. And until we are together again, goodbye for now.